I, James, founded and work for HPI, but do not represent them or any of their opinions. Welcome to Season 8, Episode 314 of the Furlough Bros Tech Podcast. Today is November the 21st, 2017. Every week, we definitively answer one question about the future of tech. To do that, we take into account many factors, including the companies involved, the people working for them, their marketing campaigns, and of course, the technology they're developing. I'm Matthew Dean Furlough, and last week he was unlocking his phone with his face. This week, he's just stuffing his face. It's my brother, James Furlough. Yeah, that's right. Actually, the the bigger news is that we are in the middle of potty training. Oh, baby, that's uh... oh, it's it's an adventure. Super interesting. Um, when so the trick is you you just you pump them full of liquids, so they're going all the time. And our our daughter went through this interesting phase where every time she peed in a, in a toilet, by the way, like she would feel bad, like she'd start crying because like oh, I'm not supposed to do that. I'm supposed to be wearing a diaper when I go to the bathroom. And it was a super strange reaction. And then huh. yeah, part of what we do is we, we treat her like we literally give her treats. And uh, candy, specifically marshmallows, M&Ms, chocolate kisses, that kind of stuff. Nice. And then eventually she's like, oh, all right, this isn't so bad. And and now we're in the phase of her gamifying us. And I think this is appropriate <laughs> for uh, the conversation we're going to have here. What she does is a couple drops, then pinch it back. And then <laughs> goes off and plays. And then a couple drops and pinch, pinches it again. Because each time she gets a treat. And right. she's figured out the way to maximize the number of treats is to go just a little bit each time. And so she will get done. And then... I don't know, two minutes later, go, gotta go potty. You're like, <laughs> well. Oh, man. And like, and we've got like, it's a, you know, it's like a little tiny little chair. And so it's, and it's dry. And so you can see two drops. Like she does just enough. It's to pretty technically funny. count. That's. Yes. Really yes. Funny. So we're hoping eventually she, you know, moves past that phase, but who knows? So yeah, that's pretty pretty funny that is that's really funny that's really funny that's a uh, that is quite the gamification of it i mean that's just <laughs> oh yeah which we read online they're like this can happen your kids are smart. Like, so how do you wean them off i guess is the the, the real question well i i don't know oh. i think eventually it just gets I, th- I think eventually it gets old because you're off mm-hmm. doing other stuff. Like on, on the third day you do an outing type of thing and like, let's just go out into the real world and see uh, how it works out. And um, we may set it up where it's like, Oh, I don't know. Did you actually go? And like, maybe she only gets like one little half a uh, marshmallow yes. thing or something. I, I don't know. We haven't really gotten that far yet, but, but it's interesting. Like, yeah, even kids at that age, they know how to, they, 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 game they, learn, it and, so they learn how to how to grind on their games. Speaking of games, James, um, this is a so the question we're going to ask the answer this week is how much should a game cost financially? Ah, how, yeah. many, how many dollar bills you want to send? So the reason we're bringing this up is because there's a new record was set this week for the most downvoted comment in Reddit history, and it oh, it, it won the record by quite an astounding. Uh, 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 margin. So must have been some sort of hate speech, right? Some, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Political. No, worse. It was talking worse. about yeah, some sort of political 
hate speech yeah, based with a dash sex. of racism yeah, yeah. going after uh, no, disabilities. No? Something far more controversial. A Star Wars video game. <laughs> oh, you know, that's, yeah, that's a pretty hot topic. So <laughs> Was it just uh, saying that like Star Wars is better than Star Trek or something like that? Like a fanboy flame war? Like, you know. It was worse than that, James. Ah. So, so Star Wars Battlefront 2. Battlefront 2. This week. Uh, EA is the company that's building it. They have, they're contracted with uh, uh, the company Disney to, to make the <laughs> I've heard of them. them. Right. And uh, uh, so they so it got into beta. People were pretty excited. And then there was a um, the game finally like went for sale. People bought it and somebody posted it to the our battlefield, our Star Wars battlefield front battlefront, whatever um, on Reddit. And they asked the question, seriously, I paid $80 to have Vader locked. Um, This is a joke. I'll be contacting EA support for a refund. I can't even play Darth Vader. Disgusting. The age of, quote, microtransactions has gone way too far. Leave it to EA to stretch the boundaries. Well, EA realized that this could go poorly for them, so they decided to respond. So, to make sure I understand this person's complaint, they bought the game for yes. $80. Yes. And they wanted to play as Darth Vader, but in order to do that, they would have to pay an additional sum of money? Yes, or unlock it through normal gameplay. So you could get Darth Vader, okay. you could pay for Darth Vader, or you could get it through normal gameplay. And one of the important distinctions here is Darth Vader is like a better character. Like he's okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so he so ate- if you wanted, you could play the game and get Darth Vader, or you could just pay to get him we'll to get, get a better. Okay. Yes. Yes, it oversimplifies it a little bit, but we'll get into the nuance of it. So this is EA's response. Um, EA community team. (laughs) Uh, The intent is to provide players with a sense of pride and accomplishment for unlocking different heroes. As for cost, we selected initial values based upon data from the open beta and other adjustments made to milestone rewards before launch. Among other things, we're looking at average per player credit earn rates on a daily basis. We'll be making constant adjustments to ensure that players have challenges that are compelling, rewarding, and of course, attainable via gameplay. We appreciate the candid feedback and the position the community has put forth. The passion the community. Oh, sorry, thank you. The passion the community has put forth around the current topics here on Reddit, our famous, or our, our, our forums, and across numerous social media outlets. Our team will continue to make changes in monitor community feedback and update everybody as soon as uh, as soon and as often as we can. So pretty reasonable. I mean, it's you know, it's just it's just mumbo jumbo, right? Coming, it's 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 kind of meaningless. In principle, I get it. It's like when you buy a game, the final boss isn't unlocked. You have to play the game to get to the final boss. That's yeah. the whole point. Like. You pay the game, but you don't just get everything. You actually have to play the game. And they're saying, you know, we're and, and basically what they're saying is like, hey, we make it hard to get the main characters. That's the whole point. But we also you, you can you can just buy it if you want to want to jump start to the jump right to the end. This yeah. is very similar to like what you would get in in games like Farmville. That was how Farmville made so much money. Is you could do right. it in Farmville, but if you wanted to like refresh your crops sooner or quicker or whatever you threw down 99 cents and you could jump to the yeah next. if you wanted to buy that extra special solar generator thing it just costs a lot of money and you could buy it exactly so uh yeah so at this point 
EA's comments is sitting at negative 675 uh, karma points. Oh, sorry, not negative 675, negative 675,000. Wow. <laughs> um, and yeah, so there, there was some pretty sounded disapproval of that statement and the, it had become a bit of a meme where you would just copy and post that, that comment into every, every place. But instead of just that comment, they put the money bag emoji in between each word. <laughs> <laughs> um, people did calculations where they were talking about how many, you're talking, you know, 400, 500 hours at the, like at the, at the to, to get to, to clear everything. Like okay. really expensive, like well over double the cost of the game. Um, or hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of, of gameplay to be able to unlock all of the different features, um, which they're making the argument is ridiculous. A normal game, yeah, you lock the final battle till you get there, but like if you can get there in a reasonable amount of time, that's kind of the point. Um, and uh, yeah, so there's oh, this- so they're so they're saying the game is one where. It takes you hundreds of hours to get to the end, and their hypothesis is that EA purposely made it super, super long so that you would get tired of waiting and choose to buy it to get buy. ahead. Right, exactly. And they, it goes a little bit further, too, because there's this practice that's become common in video gaming called loot crates, where- Loot crate? Where you pay for, you, you, where instead of like, if there's a gun you want, instead of going and buying the gun in game, you go and buy loot crates and there's a certain possibility of the gun. The more expensive yeah. the loot crate, the better the style of guns. Um, and a lot of people are arguing that that's just straight up gambling. That's the definition of gambling. And there's no warning about this. There's nothing. These are these are games that are marketed towards children. They're rated for children. Um, well, I think if I, the distinction gambling. is they actually do something, right? It's not just cosmetic. Oh, you get to wear a different shirt or you can wear a mask or change your skin right. or something like that. They actually like, you can get better weapons and right. better characters. Right. And so there's, yeah, there's, they, so, so there's actual value attributed to loot crate. Therefore, if you're paying money for the potential of getting something worth value, which would, yeah, that's like gambling, I guess. Yeah. And so, I mean, the that's kind of weird. Lo- yeah. There was a, yeah, there, well. People and, are just ticked off because they don't like the cost of their game going up. That's I all. I totally agree. Um, EA has reversed course, at least temporarily. They've said they're turning off the ability to buy stuff. They're lowering how much you have to pay in order to achieve things. They're, they're, they're pretty dramatically messing with the, the model. Uh, it seems really late in the, if I may, late in the game to be right. making changes. Well, but they're, but people. Oh, now that doesn't come out in open beta. I just, that's weird. Well, they, they, you couldn't buy in the open beta. You, they, 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 uh, missed, they the open beta to settle the prices, and then the the game came with all the prices set. I mean, that's the joke of these open betas. They're not open betas. They're they're just they're they're market research over for a. There's a little bit of beta testing. You're testing the servers. You're making sure everything is going to work. You're not going to have a crash day one. But more or less, you're you're you're. It's just an advertising campaign. That's that's what that, the game is done. Um, you're just trying to get people pumped for it with this limited uh, um, teaser. Gotcha. And uh, and then and then they they came in and uh, yeah. So EA stock fell like 
like like seven or eight percent on Friday wow. after they announced. Yeah, because the they gave in to the crowd, man. Yeah. You can't do that. And, you got to uh, stand up for your morals. Exactly. What even what's complicated? Right? <laughs> what complicates this even more is that they have like a five year contract with with Disney, and they're in year three. This is like they, they and this is only there's this is an important year. The plan was to have a new game come out every year. This is only the second one, and they're they're deep into this contract. Um, the first one didn't make as much money as they wanted. Like of course. these are supposed to be games that just print money, and they're they're not. Um, and well, this one was until uh, people yeah. found out about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they and so there's this real. It's just just becoming it's becoming this mess. Disney is just keeping their mouth just as as lip tight as they can. They're like, this is your problem, EA. Well, <laughs> I I think I, I think I read one thing, and one of the one of the Disney exec guys who's in charge of the the Star the Star Wars property was like, "Look, fans come first. That's yeah. that's our number one priority. Make the fans happy. We're not in it necessarily to make gobs of money. I mean, like, yeah, you are, but well, what they I mean, it also just so happens that they've got a movie franchise that they've already made more money than they've sunk into it, so uh, right. they're they're happy. Right, exactly. It's <laughs> to, th- to them, it's. You know, they they make money all over the place to 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 lose money. It's it's one of the reasons why they do these giant reshoots for for Rogue One, even though it was super expensive, because they're like a good movie is worth more to the total franchise totally than making money by shipping a bad movie and not reshooting it. So that's why they're willing. That's the right. To that's the right uh, posture. Now, how right Warner? Wow, how Warner Bros paid so much for the reshoots of justice league and still ended up with a bad movie is sort of confusing. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. We'll talk about that uh, later. <laughs> um, is I, it, haven't, so, I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet either because okay, everybody's okay. like, I, I've talked with my girlfriend and she's like, I'd watch it on, you know, on, on DVD. I was like, really? Huh? I know. I, I totally want to see it. I just, I know. Oh. I hear you. I hear you. So, anyway, okay, I'm at a babysitter. That's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just tell myself they're all off watching the movie, but that's not true at all. So interesting. So, all right. So, um, I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's take a quick break here, and and then let's get a little bit deeper into this about right. what's going on and talk about how much a game should actually cost. So, no matter where you are in the world, whether you're in the continental United States, you're overseas, you're wherever, this episode is being brought to you by Fiber Optics. Fiber optics are pretty cool. They're just these, they're like, they're like cables, but made with glass and light waves go through them. Um, so if you're uh, in the market for fiber optics, go and buy some. Uh, it supports mm. the show by them existing. And I wonder how much a fiber optic costs. can be very, very cheap. Um, really high quality ones are, oh yeah, like you can buy like tons of like, you can buy, so one of the cool things you can do is you can have a single light source with a bundle of fiber optics and uh-huh. then you can like, poke holes into your roof with these tiny fiber optics and for cheap okay. you buy all this stuff and then you bring them all together and you point the other ends at this light source then it looks like stars in your in your in your sky i would recommend using like doesn't seem super practical but okay all right oh yeah they're, they're yeah but fiber optics are they're, they're neat man they're real neat they okay can, and light beams usually just go forward in a fiber optic they go wherever the fiber optic is going is that um can you buy them on amazon is that like a yeah. thing Oh, cool. totally. I, mean, I feel like, like I feel like yeah, that is now that, now that we've now that we've asked the question. I feel like we gotta let's say fiber. Uh, I was I was gonna go with uh, leave us a comment if you can oh. buy it on Amazon. But go ahead. 
Answer it yeah. for us. Yeah, for like for like eight and a half bucks, you can get um, seriously you can get a three hundred and twenty-eight foot or uh, what roll? A yeah. hundred meters for eight dollars. Yep, that's super reasonable. Yeah, this show is definitely brought by that right there. Yeah. So thank you, thank you, Fiber Optics. Uh, <laughs> back to it. Um, yeah. So. So this game was it's the base cost, if you will, is eighty bucks. Well, you can get it as cheap as sixty, but for like if you pre-order it with special stuff, the game of the year edition, whatever you can get, or you can. Okay, get so for normal people like myself, it's sixty bucks. Yep. Which is that's a reasonable price for a reasonable game, from what I understand. Yeah. And the issue is, man, I don't know what. I mean, I, I get the idea that if you want to, if you want to, okay, here's my bias. Okay, which was stated at the onset of this this podcast. I, I work for a company where you only pay us money if you use the product, period. Right? We actually we lose money on our printers and we make it back on the cartridges. Well known fact, no secrets there. So therefore, you're only really paying us. We only make money if you use our product. We have an incentive to sell to people who print, not just to sell a bunch of printers out there in the world. And it's kind of, kind of a similar model. In the sense where they're like, yeah, you know, we, we make some money. We, you know, we break even, but it's only people play the game. If they like our loot boxes, crates, whatever they're called, then that's when we actually make our money. The problem it sounds like is they may or may not have gotten a little greedy. So, okay. So this is where it gets a little bit complicated for me. So let's start here. The, the original Nintendo 64 was launched in 1964. 1996. Okay. Do you remember how much those games, the original cartridges, cost for a system? I want to say like 50 bucks. It was 50 bucks. Oh, so, man. Nice. So, so just, and I remember that because you bought the system and I bought the first two games. Brilliant, brilliant move on my part. Awful. He took it with him to college and he was like, you can keep the games, but you can't keep the system. Dude, I'm the best oh. negotiator ever. So for his, for his uh, graduation gift, I, got, I bought myself a, uh, a, a GameCube. And then for his graduation gift, I got him a couple of GameCube games and said, you can keep them, <laughs> which he almost did. <laughs> I think I, I actually think I might have them. Oh, nice. Um, so anyways, my point was, uh, so 1996, you fast forward 20 years, the, those games would have been running the cost of 77.50, almost 80 bucks. Talking yeah. inflation adjusted, that kind of thing? Right. And, okay, and all right. The base games are, are, are the price. Even though usually with technology, you expect prices to go down, fine. We'll assume right. that there's similar this, value. But Fair this enough. is the and this is the trick is the games are far far more sophisticated. A game like uh, today today a game like Battlefront Two requires it's got a full single player mode with all sorts of cinematics. Those are acted by real people. They hire people wow. that they do video capture. They've got all sorts of artists. They got yeah. Star Fox done. didn't have that yeah, exactly. There's a yeah. The voice acting was wow. Okay, um, it's a trap. Yeah, <laughs> the mouth just moves. But there's these really, really detailed cinematics, really powerful graphics engines, tr tons of technology, tons of, of stuff that goes into it. You've yeah. got servers that have to keep running in order to do right. it. It's a huge team that gets involved in this. And one of the important things to remember, too, is that they build all sorts of games, and a lot of their games are just okay, or they're complete flops. Like, we only hear about the blockbusters and how much the blockbusters makes. And just like the movie industry, they make tons of money on the blockbusters, and they make tons of money in general. 
but they lose money all the time. For every for every Thor Ragnarok that Disney makes, they've got So a, they're doing their own form of gambling. Interesting. Yeah, well, but with the in the in in and it's this tricky idea of like there's this thing of you make games, you have to keep a lot of people employed all the time, which kind of means just paying EA EA had That's uh, dumb. Just make good games all the um, time. Okay. Do the Nintendo strategy. Well, you know, and honestly, but the thing is, is that that is Nintendo strategy. And what happened with the Wii U? I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, all right. Fair they, you know, and they go through. You get too many eggs and too many ba- or not enough baskets. I understand exactly. And the and EA, so they had a game called uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. It was the fourth in the Mass Effect series. It was a disaster. It cost them a ton of money. They're mm. basically shutting down the servers already at this point. Mm. It's been a huge disaster. They do that every once in a while where they sink a ton of money and they lose that money. They've got to make it back somewhere. And they've got this issue where, I mean, EA does some stuff that's just ridiculous. And they've, they're, I mean, I, I'm, I, speaking in defense of EA is, is liable to get my head cut off. I, I realize, but clearly it's, but, but, but at the same time, you wonder how a company that's so hated could be so successful. Exactly. One mm. of the, one of the analogies out there. Right. One of the dilemmas that I have with all this is that is the ultimate problem of charging $60 for a game is too little for a game. You can't. And there are. Yeah. But then you got like the Nintendo issue, right? Where they came out with the Mario on the iPhone and the Mario. Oh my gosh. I was that guy. Uh, (laughs) They came out with their iPhone game and they charged 10 bucks. Yeah. And it was just like, and you get everything. And people flipped out over that. They're like, what? 10 bucks for a full game without any other stuff ah. well i know and it's really it's a it's a really tough it's dude it's easy gamers want three things they want it free they want it perfect and they want it now that's easy all you gotta well, do is that they're claiming that they're willing to pay the full price and my no, they're not exactly my argument is that they're not i think that i think that for these companies to really make as much money as they need to justify the whole thing because they ultimately they're they're for-profit businesses they have to be making a profit they Dude, have shareholders yeah that they have to answer to they've like they've got the they've got something they've got to do in this respect and yeah it's just it's tough to watch and watch people just like lose their mind over this because you're like what do you what do you think this is and people just aren't willing to pay for it and it's tough because it's i think in this area it seems like ea really went they knew what they had they had a star wars game and yeah got a star wars game you can go further in making more money i've never yeah it's like you can get the six you can get on on itunes for example they acted like a monopoly is what they did exactly and and on and on itunes you can download all six of the original, the original trilogy and the, the done that trilogy, right? Done and it's that. like it's like a hundred bucks for all six. It's Did the it. only six movie set that costs a hundred dollars. It never ever goes on sale. I bought all eight Harry Potters for like forty bucks because they regularly go on sale. I and, and whereas in right Star now Wars, uh, the Rocky never. series is coming in at fifty bucks, and man, it's tempting. Uh-huh. Because yeah. I used to watch the Rocky series this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that. Leading up to Thanksgiving because would, we'd have like a playoff game and there'd be no school and we'd just be hanging out waiting because we couldn't travel anywhere. And Rocky would be on like TLC or whatever it was. Oh, man. I get to game day. I would be ready to punch somebody. It's <laughs> awesome. But we, <laughs> that's hilarious. But we, um, yeah, but that, but my dun, point dun. is just that like, 
Star dun, Wars, dun. everybody who is involved in Star Wars knows that it's a good enough product on it. They've taken care of the product. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, Lego used to do the same thing with their Legos, right? They're like, dude, we're making the Millennium Falcon, so we're going to charge $700,000 for this Lego. Did you know that they had a re-release of that, that model? And it is stupid expensive again. See? To get the See? original release, it was like five grand to get it on, on eBay right now. Oh my God. The new one, though, costs like, like it's straight up 700 bucks for that. I have a Millennium Falcon in, a, in one of the cubes at work next to me. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. The guy bought it. He said it was his first Lego set he ever put together where he didn't finish it in a single setting. You know, the, uh, the Saturn V <laughs> rocket is on sale on Lego right now is at a good? reasonable price. Oh, oh my gosh. It's so tempting. Of how much? So tempting. I don't remember. Okay. It was like half off or 40% off or something like that. Because I, you know. So tempting. So tempting. <laughs> I got you sidetracked. Okay. Okay. So, well, how much would you pay for, for a good game? So honestly, 30 bucks is kind of like where I Whoa. Get really, I know, well, that's the problem is that like for me, so I paid $60. I did pay $60 for the latest Destiny 2 and I've not played it enough to really justify it. Somebody's got me mm. working on a side project that takes all my free time. You're um, and I, uh, it's, it's 120 bucks, which is like 40 bucks on sale and it's out of stock as a result. That's a bummer. Uh. Um, but but I can still order it. Uh, so, you should do it. I know. Early early Christmas, uh, late yeah. birthday. I've got the I've I've got one of the space shuttle ones, and it's my I still have it on my desk. It's like the most adult Lego I can have. Um, so, I my wife was like, "What would you do with it?" I'm like, "I would build it." Yeah, put it somewhere. And it's like, and then what? I'd look at it. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, but you got all these other Legos." I'm like, "Yeah," which I can see right now, and I regularly look at them and go, "Yeah, awesome. nice." Yeah, like it totally is working. I don't. It's, what's the problem? Yeah, this is it's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> um. So yeah, the, so this. Oh, what, were we, what were we talking about? You were willing to pay thirty dollars, but it's because of your recent paid, experience of over paying for a game that you didn't play enough. I'll pay sixty dollars on it. Like if I occasionally, I'll pay sixty dollars for for a new game. Like what is that? Once a year, three year. times a year. Like what's occasionally? Two, three. Two, three times a year. Okay. All right. So I'm, All right. Gonna, That's a quarter. I, I'm gonna buy I'm gonna rebuy Skyrim. I've only bought it once, thankfully, but I'm gonna buy it again. Full price, sixty dollars, because it's the VR version. And oh, everything I've that read. Sounds like, awesome. It's great. It's it's this is what we this is like the best example of a VR game that's out there. It's a full featured game in VR. And I it's a game you already love because it's Skyrim. But that um, sounds cool. I know, right? So I and that's that's where like, but I, I does Skyrim go, have micro transactions and stuff? No, big, interesting. Once you pay, you get everything. You just gotta you gotta fight for it. You gotta play. Man, I like that. I like that model. I really I do. do too. And that's the one struggle that I have with all this is like I tend to like that. I don't do micro transactions. I I just I don't do them well. I don't like them. And I don't know. I could see like if you do them right, they could be cool. You know, it's like, yeah, pay your 60 bucks for a game or heck, right? Charge me $75 and be like, yeah, welcome to the new world. Well, and I think that, um, and then you can have, and I'm not, and it sounds like there's two separate issues. There's microtransactions and then there's loot boxes, which are a version of microtransactions. So, so there's, so there's, I would say there's, there's, there's three categories of microtransactions. There's loot boxes, which is 
which I think is randomish. Yeah, I would argue it's gambling. It, it is. And okay, fair enough. By most legal, but as as J.J. Abrams, who has made a Star Wars movie, would tell us, no, people love the mystery box. Oh, I'm by point is you cannot stand it. You have to know what's in the box. The, that's the argument against them is that it is it it it. It, it it gambling it depends is, on where you're sitting. You know, if I'm in the um, finance office, I like that yeah, idea. It, well, exactly, but that's but that's the argument that most. That's the moral arguments that most. And some would argue you derive joy out of that process. Yeah, but why is gambling? Why is is online gambling illegal, but yet loot boxes aren't? Let's talk about that. Maybe yeah, it shouldn't well, be. I, well, yeah, maybe. I okay. So that's but okay. All right. So that's okay. one type of microtransaction. The next type of microtransaction is pay to win, which is you get a better character, a better gun, you get more health, you get whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can okay. pay to be better than the people you're competing with. Would that be like the equivalent of like with, um, uh, gosh, I totally blanked out now, Farmville, where like you just pay to get money so you can go buy stuff. Exactly. It's a similar thing. You don't, exactly. you don't have to wait anymore or just speed it up. Yeah, you're okay. able yeah, to yeah, go yeah. faster than everybody else, not based on skill, I but by that that that's my most invest. known example. Um, okay, it's, a, it's most known for most people. So, and then the last one are cosmetic microtransactions. Yeah, the classic, the classic one people throw around is hats. There's there are games where you could buy hats, different hats, yeah, yeah, yeah. things. It doesn't have any effect on gameplay. It just is. It's entirely cosmetic. There are games. One of the most one of the most valuable games game company on earth riot gaming they're the guys who built league of legends which is a massive game for competitive game online gaming people play yeah. all the time they make tons of money they don't pay. you can download the game for free you can play the game for free it's all free everything's free the only thing that you can pay for are cosmetic changes to your characters um it's through microtransactions and they are one of the most valuable game companies on earth that's it that's they got one game, well, they make money one way, and hmm. people have no problem with it. Gamers have no problem with it. I don't have a problem with that either. And and the thing I think is, that's brilliant. Keeps the lights on. People who want it can have it, not yeah. required to enjoy it, unless someone are, make the argument that having a fancy hat does add to the enjoyment, which clearly a lot of people make that argument. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Look, I am okay with companies making money to pay developers and invest in better games. Yeah. I have zero problems with that. I do have something of a problem. I, the only one that, honestly, in the, in the pay-to-win games, I emotionally don't have any problem with the game company doing that. I'm just not going to play the game. I just, I don't play the game. I'll play, I'll play your little stupid app until I get to the point where it becomes obvious that, oh, I can't win this without. Well, see, and that's, and I think that's where companies, like, they make a mistake, where somewhere in there, the ratio gets off. Yeah, where you know it's like, and I know what you're talking about. Where, of, yeah, you're playing a game, and it's like, and usually for me, it's the game where you're like you gotta check in so many times or something like that. Yeah, and then you're like, oh my gosh, I can't advance to the next level for like a week. Right. It's like, no, that's that's that is too long. And it used to be, and actually, SimCity, I, I this happened to SimCity, and that's why I stopped playing it because I could build my city, I could do all sorts of stuff. It was super awesome. And then I reached this threshold where it was like to take my city to the next level to build more stuff and whatever I was having to, I would check in for three days and not be able to make any quote, not right. be able to make any progress, which by the way, made by EA. And so I, it was just, it was super frustrating and yeah, and I ultimately gave up and it was cause the ratio was off, which at the beginning it was fine. And 
And maybe they're somewhere they've done the math where like by that point I'm invested in it. Well, and, and the I problem guess. is is that they they look at you as not their best customer. They don't want you. They want what they call whales. They want people who will pay two, three, you know, they want people who will spend $180 to That's unlock so all the things on the $60 game they just bought. As they think they make the, those are better customers to them. It's, you know, that's what they prefer. They think they make more money over the lifetime of the game with those sorts of customers. So they are willing- I hate to be this way, but like, that's not how you create loyal fans. That's not how, <sighs> that's dumb. Which I mean, let's talk I- about like, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm obviously not in a place right now in my life. I can't even watch movies. So clearly I'm not playing video games either, but like, I, I'm still a Nintendo fanboy, despite the, what happened with the Wii U. And, and it was like the Switch came out, and I'm like, oh, dude, I want to Switch. And that was because Nintendo respected me, and they made games for me. They didn't necessarily care about making money, but and as, as a result, they made money. And you get the sense that the League of Legends folks have that same mentality. We're like, dude, we just want more the merrier into the game, the better, awesome. We've got this side mechanic to, to make money. Heck, Google works that way, right? Like, yeah, we're just going to make the best search engine possible, totally free to use, don't worry about it. And yeah, we're gonna click. We're gonna create ads that you don't have to click on, and, and you know, but a certain percentage of people will, and and that's totally fine. And and it's like, just like I, it's not necessarily about maximizing short term revenue. It's about maximizing long term revenue. And maybe that's the other problem with these things is they've looked at cycles where like it sounds like Legion of Legends has been around for a while and it continues to go on, just like. I think Google's been around for a while, continues to go on. But it's like with Battlefront 2, they're probably looking at like, honestly, they've got like nine months to make all the money they can. And then it's moving on to the next thing. Yep. And so it's this, it is more like a movie as opposed to a service. And, and it's like, because of that, well, the, mecha- the mechanics for them and how they make money changes. And because it's an online game, especially they have to upkeep those servers. They can't just send the game and then say, bye. They got to like, they have to keep maintaining it for potential. I don't years. understand. Why don't they do like, like a, I don't know, a league of legends or a wow, where it's like, it's all part of the same world and each new update it it's on top of the existing server world. You know, we're all playing in the same universe. Now we're just opening up different lands or planets or something. Um, and I think the easy answer is that's actually hard to do. Well, okay. But I think you'd make more money. <laughs> I, I, I know. I hear you. I you actually develop loyal fans. Ah, it kills me. It's frustrating. Right. I think that's the problem with e- that. I think that's the reason why EA gets so much <laughs> because they, they're well, they're, yeah, because they created this model before yeah. servers existed. Well, and there's a space in the market for a company who just cares about short-term profits and not and not fans. By there's a place in the market for them. They're they'll take all the heat, they'll take all the hate, and they're okay with it. They yeah. buy they buy That's true. they buy small studios that struggle because they only create games once in a while. They buy them. They give them the financial confidence to be able to continue to do what they do. They, the game has a lot of great IP. They squeeze, squeeze all the value out of that IP that they can, and then they close the studio and they move on to the next. That's what uh, EA does. And, and that's why Maxis, you know, Maxis was that exact studio, the creators of SimCity. Yeah. They, they created games. Occasionally they produced one. You're right. There's this long tail, but the big money goes away. You've got to produce the next game, get bought by EA, get the financial confidence of a giant company like that. And then they just, 
EA just squeezed onto that intellectual property, squeezed as much money as they could out of it, and now Max is gone and SimCity is over. They did the same thing to My Treasure to Westwood Studios with the... Yeah, they did. They've, you know... Yeah, dude, Command Conquer. That one was... (sighs) That was EA. All right, so we should hate EA. That's what I'm hearing. That's That's what I'm getting out of this. Okay, and it sounds like we're not alone. There's a good Reddit community of people who don't like them either because the intent is to provide players with a sense of pride and accomplishment from unlocking different heroes via money. <laughs> that statement is so dumb. I know. All right. Um, cool. All right. Well, um, good little rant fest there. That was fun. Yay. Ridiculous. So um, what's, our, what's our question for the listeners? Did, did you go out and buy um, Battlefield Front 2? Are you going to? And oh, or if you're a video gamer, how much would you be? Or not if you're a video gamer, how much would you be willing to pay for a video game? You know, hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, four, 15. 15 bucks, <laughs> ninety nine cents, three ninety nine cents. <laughs> I I bought the Mario game, and nice. we're talking about somebody who doesn't play. So I paid ten dollars for that. Um, I tried to, I tried to encourage them to make more games. Clearly. I was in the minority for that one. Um, awesome. Cool. Good question. So yeah, leave us a comment. Let us know. How much would you pay for a game? And thanks for joining us. We really do appreciate it. You can check out all the links. We're going to have like four of them. Uh, <laughs> well, that really sold it. But they're the <laughs> best four <laughs> links that really sum this whole thing up on furlobros.com slash 314. That's 314. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play. And we want to say thank you to... Um, well, Reddit for giving people an opportunity to downvote EA. Also want to say thanks to Sam Byford, Taya Kim, and uh, Gene Park, and someone from Forbes who I don't know because they blocked my site when I tried to open it on my computer. So that's great. Um, I appreciate that, guys. Uh, (laughs) This podcast is sponsored by listeners like you and Fiber Optics. It shines a light on opportunity. On the internet. Shining a light on the internet. How about that? Got him. Yeah. Uh, with that, I am James Furlow, and my brother is Matthew Furlow, and we will talk next time.